When I was in the military, we had hand-me-down flak jackets and we had really old Kevlar helmets. We had M16A2s. We didn't have the new tactical vests, the new lighter weight helmets uh, that these Morton County Sheriff's Office has, that these Dakota Access Pipeline Security have. We didn't have the nice M4s. That's all new equipment. And so to see that our military can't provide our soldiers with the same up-to-date equipment that these police are getting, it's terrible. I mean, it's an injustice and an end of itself, you know. My name is Kyle Hill. I'm from uh, Turtle Mountain and I'm Bear Clan. Uh, I'm also from uh, Shine River and Siston, Wapton, Oyata in South Dakota. When we think about the faces that we associate with American Indian people, uh, they're faces of warriors, you know. You have Sitting Bull, Red Cloud, Geronimo. As Native people, there's a warrior mentality and every community you go to respects um, their veterans. American Indians serve in the U.S. Armed Forces at a disproportionate rate when you compare to their population in the U.S. overall. Maybe this is what we long for the entire time, is to fight for our communities the way we envision. I think that's an honor to be able to fight with and for our Earth, you know, the elements that, that we need to sustain life. If we destroy her, we will destroy us. You know, that's very basic. It's the foundation of who we are as American Indian people. So that's why we sacrifice. That's why we sacrifice. People have been doing this for a couple months now and a lot of people have gotten hurt. And so it's important to, you know, stand with them we're going to go relieve them for a short time period and provide some respite and um, stand together. Standing in front of Morton County Sheriffs, standing in front of the National Guard of North Dakota, making known our interests as veterans. If you choose to oppose us, you are opposing the very men and women that our country honors so patriotically, you know, at every other moment in time. So if they take this moment to hurt or inflict damage on us, uh, then that speaks more than words about the current identity of North Dakota and perhaps the U.S. Uh, overall. If the law does not privilege the moral justification behind the stand at Standing Rock, then something is wrong in our country. The 2000 plus veterans that are going there, not all of them are native, and I think we have to also really appreciate that. They're going to stand in solidarity with uh, indigenous people, and I think that's uh, a reflection of the understanding that water isn't just, water isn't just for one color of people, and this issue it doesn't just serve the interests of indigenous people. In Lakota or Dakota, you say mataku ye oyasin, you know, and that means all my relations. You know, that's how people start or end prayers. At our foundation, it's, we're all related. Right now, at this moment, we will not be ignored. You know, we will not be marginalized. And this is our voice, this is our stand, and this is our community. You know, and we'll help each other and we'll be standing there together. And there's nothing more powerful than that.
I spent a lot of time and grew up with my grandma. She really raised me. She's a very kind, beautiful person um, who is powerful. She's very powerful. She told me about my ancestors and my family, but she was always proud of me. I think that was the main thing that kept me going, um, is that she would just tell me, I'm proud of you, you know? And uh, I kept going to school. When I graduated with a, a PhD in clinical psychology, I'm actually going back to school for a master's in public health. You know, I'm not perfect, but I spent my life trying to serve my community and our nation and just believing that, that humanity is good, as naive as it may be. My grandma passed away actually a couple years ago. She was a tireless advocate for American Indian rights. Uh, she was a judge and she actually wrote the first law code for American Indian communities in the United States and that had been adopted by almost every tribe. I, I want to say she was an activist, but I think as indigenous people, it's not looked at as activism, it's just who you are, it's your identity. You fight for the environment and for the rights of your people. This will be my fourth time there and I carry her memory with me every time. You know, I go to Standing Rock and I know that she would uh, feel so overwhelmed with joy and pride and uh, spiritually just fed, I don't know, I want to say, you know, spiritually fed because I think that, you know, we're constantly trying to feed our spirits and when you're there in Standing Rock, it's like you feel full, you know, and um, so she would have loved it. When I go there and I pray, I do pray to her. You know, I remember um, the second time I went there, we saw an eagle flying above and her, her Indian name, her spirit name was... Um, it was Magizi Kwe, and so that just means eagle woman. And so it was really special for me to offer my Asamar tobacco while that eagle flew over. And you could hear everybody, um, you know, chanting and whistling and, and singing as that eagle flew over camp and it just circled and circled and, and it flew through camp. You know, that holds a special significance because it, it helps us to know that our prayers are being answered when we see an eagle. And more importantly for me that, you know, my grandma was there with us in spirit. And so that was a very special moment for me at camp. Standing Rock is just, you know, when you're there, it's just so beautiful. I mean, you can't, it's heartwarming and it fills your soul. It's just so uplifting, you know. I remember my first time there, I was at a sweat lodge and I remember um, I went in the sweat, I got out and I helped with the fire for another sweat. And so I remember hearing the songs from the sweat, um, which are ceremony songs, you know, they're meant to heal. And I remember hearing the ceremony songs in my left ear and in the right ear, I remember hearing round dance songs, which is a celebratory song up on the hill at the main camp. And I just remember, you know, thinking to myself, like, this is the most amazing thing you know, I've never experienced this before. Just being engulfed in, in this culture that I hope it never ends, you know? And I looked up at the stars and I was like, this is incredible. I just prayed so hard for this earth, this water, these people, um, the sacrifice that people are making, um, the love here, and being able to stand there afterwards and just listen and just hear like what our ancestors fought and died for what, you know, what they hoped, what they dreamed of. It was all right in that moment. 